Dad is dead. There is a dog. You bought strawberries. <laughs> Who do you think you are? You buy homemade bread? What are you? Chewing on? What makes him happy? Uh, not being in this movie? Not being in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> a lifetime of Hallmark. Well, hello, everybody. It is your favorite day of the week. It is time for another episode of a Lifetime of Hallmark where we talk about movies on Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel and try to make sense of them. I'm Les Kirkendall Barrett. Hello, Jason Bowers. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Kurt Fitzpatrick. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett, and hello, Jason Bowers. And Jason Bowers, that new opening is hysterical. I keep, it. it it's not getting old to me, so huh. that's why I sound like I'm laughing when the show starts because I actually am yeah, because it's I hilarious. A, right, I think I find a new nuance with it every time I hear it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I like it. I'm, I'm glad you guys are happy with it. Well, this week, I'm glad we have the, the, the theme to make us happy because this movie didn't make me happy. I actually have a bone to pick with you, Les, regarding this movie in oh. particular. Because in the last yeah. podcast, oh. when you said, oh, I have to pick a, a Hallmark movie, I said, please pick something that doesn't feature a boring white lead we've seen in a bunch of these movies before. And then you pick the boring white lead that's been in like every single Hallmark movie ever made. Yeah, we've seen I'm him. so sorry. He's so, I, like, you know I, I don't know who this actor is, but he's so not a script that we've never bothered to look up his real name. No, I was thinking and, about doing that. And let me tell you, I was so mad at, put this way, this movie was so bad, I was mad at myself. And I picked it. And I was mad at me. I was mad at myself. So I'll take whatever you guys. I like. I'll take whatever you guys give me because I was, I was watching it today mad. And I'm like, uh, Les, you picked this. <laughs> the funny thing is about this movie is that one of the characters is a is a filmmaker, and they keep talking about the script that sucks in the movie. It's like, hey, I'll tell you what script sucks, <laughs> right? I don't know why I didn't even notice the absurdity of that. That is hilarious, Kurt. Right? This this movie is called Roadhouse Romance. I call it Roadkill. Mm-hmm. I, I roadkill was more interesting. I kind of want to believe that at one point they're like, "Ah, oh, guys, we don't, like this, you can ad lib this scene," and so then they just kept ad libbing about how bad this script was. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, whenever they said the script is really bad, it sounded very convincing. Yeah, I believe. And- <laughs> No, it was bad. And you know, another thing that pissed me off is the their green screen was horrible. Oh, was- so bad. Well, I was judging it like if I made this as like a YouTube video, I would say it looked pretty good. So that was that was the don't insult YouTube. (laughs) Well, it it did look like, you know, how they have so many apps and can do cool video effects. It did look like they had done the green screen in just like some sort of iPhone app rather than like with an actual professional editing bay. Yeah, it definitely looked like they didn't spend a lot of money on it. Right. I, I don't. I, I think they gave up uh, very early on in this movie. You know, <laughs> so, they so did the out. audience. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Because you know who they could because they could have put Lacey in this movie. Our friend Meredith Weston could have been in this movie, and I think it would have been good. 
Wait, Meredith Weston or Meredith? No, I was saying that oh. instead of the bland people they had in this movie, they could have put Lacey Chabert in this movie. Yeah. They could have put, there was a part that I could have seen our friend Meredith Weston play. Do you mean Meredith and, and Thomas? Not Weston. Her Meredith not Weston. Thomas. Wait, Meredith yeah. Weston is a whole other person. Meredith Thomas. I know a lot of Meredith. <laughs> Sorry, Meredith. Sorry, Meredith Thomas. Meredith. Meredith. Thomas, we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, years. but I know. Right. Our friend. She's our friend. But mm-hmm. but um, yeah, they could have put Jack Hay in this movie. Mm-hmm. Why not? And, and you I know, mean, it, but couldn't no. it be said that you could put Jack Hay in every movie? Yes. Like, what is Make a movie? What yes. is a no, movie where Jack Hay wouldn't be appropriate? I think Jack Hay is so versatile. I think that she could be in any movie, any Hallmark or yeah. Lifetime. I'm trying to think. I'm really put my mind out there. I'm thinking could she play Patton? I, I, I'd be up for that. Um, that is your second Patton played? reference in as many weeks, Kurt. Well, I keep thinking about Patton, I guess. You know, it's a good reference. She could have played Hal from 2001, which is the audacity to reference in this movie. Oh, what's, what's the famous Wait, uh, Hal quote? From, hey, by for, the way, shame on Rome. I guess now I am getting mad because Roadhouse Romance actually makes a reference to 2001 A Space Odyssey. You don't have the right to mention such a great movie in this piece of crap. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you mention 2001 A Space Odyssey? That movie is fantastic. How dare you? I guess, and, and you know, I'll take this time to say hello to my sister. My sister listens to this podcast because I got yelled at the other day via text. Mm-hmm. Because she was listening to our podcast, the one, I forget which one it was, but I watched it as I was driving around town. Yeah. And I got yelled at yeah. for, for watching that. a movie while driving. Didn't we talk about I this on, didn't we talk about this already? Yeah. I, I remember so. you telling us remember, that your sister te- yelled at you over a text over something we said on the podcast. I think it was something else. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, she yeah, yelled at me because she was like, she was like something, something, something. And don't, she, it was like something else, like not even about the, the podcast. Like, she's like, you know, uh, go pick up something for our mother. Da, 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 and don't watch TV while driving across town. So that meant that she listened to the podcast. Yeah. Guys, is is your sister older than you? Yes. Okay, so she's yeah, she's looking after. Yes, she's she's older, and my niece, her daughter, who is now at fun age, who, who Jason, if you would have had a party, I would have brought her because she's like twenty seven. Okay, my her her daughter, her daughter now just moved to L A. So her daughter lives in Culver City, and she's fun. Okay. She likes going to brunch. She likes, so she fits right in. We went to brunch in West Hollywood. Yeah, she's she's good. She's primed and ready for WeHo life. <laughs> okay, good. Welcome. Indeed. <laughs> We're very welcoming. On and she listens to the podcast, too. Oh, good. See? Naomi, because she watches Hallmark right? movies, too. I like it. Right? Anywho... Speaking of podcast and excitement, mm-hmm. do you have any Black China news? Doing a piece yeah. of China. 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 I'm talking China. The Black China Report. Here's Kurt Fitzpatrick. 
from ScreenRant.com. This is published one day ago. What's today is September 20th, 2021. Uh, Black China says she's a self-made woman. That's why she has no interest in being managed by keeping up with the Kardashians. Alum Chris Jenner. No way. She clearly doesn't want to work with Chris Jenner anytime soon. The news isn't too surprising considering China's years-long lawsuit against her, the Kardashian family. Despite co-parenting her daughter Dream Kardashian with ex-fiance Rob Kardashian, China is still locked in a legal war against the Car Jenner clan. Taking business advice from Chris is probably pretty low on China's to-do list. With China's trial date with the Car Jenner family on the horizon, the model appears to be playing nice. Black China has scored a series of legal victories against the family. Uh, since launching a lawsuit against them following her messy breakup with Rob. China accuses the Kardashians of purposely working together to get a show Rob and China canceled via a series of mean girl-style tactics and lies. She claims to have, be, to have been falsely accused of being physically abusive to Rob so that E would pull the plug on a short-lived show. Now, China and the Kardashians have a trial scheduled for next April. The trial may lead to financial compensation for China. Oh, here we go. So... It's possible that China doesn't want to hurt her chances at trial by saying the wrong thing beforehand. She recently appeared on the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast. She was asked if she would ever consider taking business advice from Chris. The matriarch is a successful momager to her six rich and famous kids, so being managed by Chris has advantages. However, Black China says she's good in that department. She says, I feel like just me personally, I'm a businesswoman, and I got my business off the from the ground up from the mud i've been through my trials and tribulations and i feel like just me i know it's best for me black china is so confident in her business acumen what's this word acumen 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 Acumen. that she's even (laughs) considering managing someone in the future like kurt fitzpatrick from a lifetime of hallmark she went on to share her blueprint for getting her name to the top she said from moving from dc to going to school in Miami, to being in top relationships, to going through like drama and cases like this, and still being able to keep everything together as a woman and a woman of color. Black China has said that her time with Rob was anything but easy, What started off as a whirlwind romance, quickly spiraled into a tumultuous breakup, although they share an adorable daughter. Dream is often spent, uh, seen spending time with her cousin, so there's clearly no issue when it comes to China and Rob co-parenting. So a little bit more just says that she had uh, she had uh, called she had shaded the keeping up with the Kardashians family by calling out the double standards. She referred to Rob's sisters as baby mamas. I think that was a previous uh, story we mm-hmm. covered and credited their privilege as the reason why they're highly regarded. The gloves might come off at their trial next year. Well, I got to say, um, she actually. I I think I think she's right as far as she she knows how to market herself. Mm-hmm. You know, think about it. She started on the poll and look where she is now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh Black China definitely has business acumen and is capable of managing herself. Those kind of questions when you have a celebrity interview, they're I mean, you're looking for a reaction soundbite so that people will talk about the podcast, but it's sort of an unfair question to even pose that to her. Right. And the thing is, look at her marketing. She's always in the press, like always in the press. Oh, yeah. There are a couple stories today. Um, You know, she she seems like she's – most of the things about her other than the lawsuit – most things about her in the press are favorable for the for the most part, um, mm-hmm. and 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 Clubhouse 
she she has clubhouse rooms on marketing and stuff. Yeah. So we were going to do a show on clubhouse. I forgot about that. Damn it. I guess let's do this next. Let's do it on clubhouse next week. (laughs) Yeah, we'll try it. Look for us on clubhouse. I just heard someone screaming. Is everything okay? Oh, that's outside. Some little brat outside. Oh, okay. But I mentioned mentioned clubhouse. Someone just starts screaming. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) reaction. But yeah, you know, I, I would, I would take marketing advice from her for sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. You know, um, yeah. And I, I, like I said, in April, I can't wait to see her court outfits. Like to see her like play it down with like a bun. I bet she's going to have a bun. I bet she'll be wearing glasses. Oh, yeah. I would love For to sure. see it, though, go in the other direction because I'm sure that's what they'll do. I'm sure like any smart lawyer is going to be like, look, you need to tone it down for for court. It's in your own best interest. But I would love to see some splashy celebrity case in court where the celebrity <clears throat> takes advantage of all the press coverage they're getting and just dresses up in some ridiculous outfit like you would have seen at the VMAs. Did you? <laughs> Has anybody ever like a cheese string? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think if anyone's ever done that before. I don't know. Hmm. Well, that'd be a ballsy thing I don't to do. Think so. <laughs> I think you do that if right. you know you're going to lose anyway. <laughs> like, right. She yeah. can win this. She's got. She's got a good chance of winning this. Actually, Man, I'm glad. I'm glad this is happening because we're gonna have a lot of news stories. I, I don't think she's right. got a great chance of winning it, only because she's sort of hinging her argument on these uh, false accusations of abuse were out there, and therefore that was E's excuse to pull the plug. Like reality shows thrive on drama like this. They re- like, if anything, it's an argument that they um, they should have kept the show on the air. Or they, mm-hmm. right. they would have kept the show in the air, rather. But I kind of get it only because um, when it comes to E, Chris Jenner does have, like, power at E. Come on, they basically, like, you know, brought ratings to the channel. So I could see her, I could see her point as far as Chris, Chris Jenner being able to, like, put the kibosh on things or at least yeah. kind of throw a wrench in things. Oh, well, certainly. That and I'm sure see. she was a well, producer on the show too, though, and probably said, hey, I don't want to be involved with this show anymore. But I think that's her right to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Well, it was Black China. Sorry about that. I was sucking on a lifesaver. Um, is Black China's show still on? The real Black China? I think so. On Zeus I TV? No. Well, you know, it moved from Zeus to Wii TV. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. It did. Let, I let watched the episode. I watched. It's on my Philo TV. I can, like, like DVR or whatever it's called these days, whatever the kids are calling it. I saw an episode. Remember, I gave a okay. review of it. Yeah, nice. I do remember. Okay, here <laughs> you we remember go. that, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it again. <laughs> what do you find in last? So let's see. Okay. Uh, oh, it's free. On there's a free episode on YouTube. Black China faces Tokyo Tony. You bet um, I I know what I'll do. I'll put the real Black China renewed, and then we'll find out. Okay. <laughs> See, this is riveting we Google content. things for all you people at home. Uh-huh. You know, there are people who are out there deprived of Google. I, I oh, always okay. find out. Here we go. <clears throat> so. 
The Real Black China, canceled or renewed? Let's see here. Okay. It's Okay, here we go. I love this part of the show. This is, yeah. Right? <laughs> She's wearing black, black China in this article is wearing a pink wig. Sorry, Google chill out. She's wearing a pink cotton candy looking wig. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I had, like, music. Oh, did you know that, that the real Black China is the ex- executive producer of her show? Yeah, of course Who? She She's the executive producer of her own show, right? Yeah, yes. of course. Yeah. So okay. I got to try to get to, I'll put the real black China season three. Okay. Let's find out. Uh, let's, we'll let's see what going. comes up. Okay. Okay. This is good for people uh, driving in their car. Cause they can't, well, I yes. guess they could ask like Alexa. Oh, mm-hmm. here we go. Will there be another season of the real black China? Mm-hmm. We TV. Uh, Oh, uh, mm-hmm. I, Oh, this was from last January. Cause it was, it premiered. <laughs> Oh, come on. It premiered on We January 7th of 2021. Hold on. Let me All just right. see. Oh, Sorry. they would have told you less. I don't you think it's what? happening. <laughs> there is nothing. There is nothing online about whether or not it's been renewed. So we are in, we are in limbo. We I'll don't say. know. We I bet it will very, be. We've entered a very dark place. You guys realize I don't really edit the show that much, right? <laughs> Okay. No, I well, I, I, so I'm going to say, sister tuned out. I'm going to say we're up, we're up in the air. I'm going to say the show's on the bubble. What show? Our show and or her show? No, the real our show China. after that. Oh, okay, okay. No, we're doing well. Well, let's I let's start a new let's start a spinoff podcast where it, all we do is just sit there and Google things and make people wait for <gasps> oh us to God. find the result. You guys, I forgot to tell you. Yes. I got, I got an email from Podbean yesterday. We got an we got a, a email congratulating us for reaching over 150 episodes. Ooh. Oh, great. 150 episodes. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. Oh, congratulations. So, anyway, and I guess Black China's on the bubble. So, mm-hmm. I I'll have I'll have I'll I'll find out in time for next week's Black China report. Okay. I'll go undercover. So so let's so I guess it's time to talk about roadkill romance. <laughs> roadkill. Oh, yeah. oh, I love okay. that. Oh, actually, so you know, I, I lied. I said that I said that none of us bothered to look this guy up. I did. I wrote it in my notes and I forgot that I did it. That's how bland this actor is. Tyler Hines. What what have we seen him in? I know. <sighs> I don't recognize him. This yeah. is like seriously probably the fifth movie we've seen him in. Oh God! Enough and, of this. And guy. like and like he's whenever he's in the Lacey Chabert movies, he's extra mean to her. Like he yells at her and stuff. Yeah. yeah. This one, I, this yeah. one was his absolute worst, though. His oh. absolute worst. It's a roadhouse romance. Yes, yes, from Hallmark. Oive. From Hallmark. Okay. We all watched it. Ugh. So. All right. So. It's, it's fall. fall. We hear country music. And we see a woman, and she's in military gear, and she's on a bus. And I knew, and I wrote here, I knew we were in trouble 
because I wrote here in my notes, she is not she is not very busy. This is not a good sign. In fact, she's the opposite of busy. She's finished her tour of duty. She no longer has a job. No, she's right. got time off. Because our Hallmark ladies are always very busy. Very busy. That's mm-hmm. the whole point in the movie is is always she's very busy and needs to like chill out. Yeah, she's like between opportunities. Did they say where this show took place? Or where this movie took place? It was in the um, South somewhere, right? Yes, they did. It's in Tennessee. Hell? So, Hell. Yeah, well, Tennessee. <laughs> it was, yeah. Uh, so this movie, which supposedly takes place in Tennessee, looked an awful lot like the Pacific Northwest in the fall. Yes. Like you Vancouver. You don't see that much variety of color of the leaves in Tennessee, I don't believe. I don't know. Yes. It looked very nice. So it doesn't need to be autumn yet. We still some still some warm weather. Because and it was very pretty, so I say hell because the movie was hell. And last night I watched Fantasy Island. It was the season finale of Fantasy Island. Mm-hmm. And Leslie Jordan was in hell, but hell was very pretty. Okay. Oh. But Leslie Jordan, you know, that was his uh, I you'll have to watch it. That okay. was his fantasy. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, okay. so so then she walks into a bar, and there's a dog named George Jones, and there's <laughs> so her, her her sister's there and just her mom laugh, is there. I'm laughing at the disgust just dripping off your mouth as you say this. I am disgusted. <laughs> and then her mom was like really happy because they had 500 followers on Instagram. Yeah. Which is a really low bar. Right. By the way, I love, like, I think it was the mom sister, not her sister. It was. Yeah, it was the mom sister. But I do love this movie because I think the lead actress, she was on American Idol. So her Southern accent is probably genuine. But it was weird hearing all of these Canadian actors do bad Southern accents. And and mm-hmm. full disclosure, my attention waned in this movie. You know, driving again? My my attention waned in this movie. Like it waned, you know, waned, yeah. Like at one point, I was like, I wonder what's going on on Days of Our Lives, and so I like <laughs> tuned into Days of Our Lives for a minute. Did you do that? Jeez, I did. And, it, and Jack Hay, it was a good Jack Hay scene on. On Days of Our Lives. Again, when is it not guy, a good Jack A scene? Because I went from this boring scene to the scene with Jack Hayes on Days of Our Lives, and she turns to this guy, and she's like, did you just grab my ass? So what? So, so we're talking about show, shows that were on at the same time as this movie. <laughs> That's where we're going. Yeah. Okay, that works. Anyway, so the big dilemma is, Oh my God, we need grandpa's recipe for our ribs, for our barbecue sauce. Oh no. Why don't they just go ask grandpa? What what, what happened? Because he's dead. I see dead people. You know, they kept referring to grandpa and and the missing recipe. They never talk about where her dad is though. Where was dad? Oh, probably they don't talk about probably that. went out to get a pack of cigarettes and never came back because they were so boring. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Oh man! It was but how about her? Unbelievably, <laughs> an unbelievably stupid plot point that nobody had this guy's recipe written down. Nobody. No. Also, nobody. I didn't know if her name was Kelly for for the most part. I thought it was Kelly. Then it was Kaylee. I heard Callie at first, then I heard Kelly later on, and it it, it was the bad Canadian Southern accents. I thought it was Kelly, Callie, Callie, hey, Callie, come over here. That sounds like Kelly. That's Kelly with an accent. No, I think Callie was the name, but because they had the bad accents, they kept saying Kelly. This Callie told her Aunt Willow to go clean. She said, because they said, well, well we, we can't find Grandpa's recipe. Look, she says, well, it would help if you cleaned Aunt Willow. So, whoo. Well, I don't know if you've ever worked in a restaurant, but you know that saying, if there's time to lean, there's time to clean. Well, I'm mm. concerned then that maybe their problem wasn't that they lost, they ran out of Grandpa's secret recipe for the barbecue sauce, but maybe because the place was violating several health codes. Right. And this is how dumb these people were. This is how dumb they were. So they they were running low on the sauce, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. instead of figuring it out beforehand, these dummies just let the sauce run out and it ruined their business. Yeah. Which I'm like, oh no, the sauce didn't ruin your business. Your boring bar ruined your business. I think grandpa was secreting some body fluids into the barbecue that's making it, giving it a special essence. So I think it's over for them. And then Callie is like, I'm going to find this recipe if it's the last thing I do. Great. Great. And the fucking moron didn't look in a super obvious place for it until the end of the movie. That uh, when, when we found out where the recipe was, spoiler, uh, I was so mad. I'm like, you've got to fucking be kidding me. What a lazy, lazy piece of writing. Yeah, I cussed at the TV. I said Grandpa was snooping around, but we'll, we'll get to that. And I was like, you put me through 90 minutes of this shit for that? How dare you? Roadhouse romance isn't getting any love. But anyway, Callie runs away because she sees a man. That's right. That's right, ladies. That's how Hallmark sees you today. If you happen to see a man, that's it. Drop everything and run out. Go get that man. Okay, and this is how dumb she is, all right? Uh Because this turned out to be her boyfriend. Her ex-boyfriend. Or she didn't know. She didn't know. It sounds like they were kind of dating before uh, she left to wherever it was she was stationed. And they never really made it clear, like, are we official? Are we going to keep it going long distance? And so they really didn't. But they were still texting and talking and stuff. And then he, like, ended up moving on and, like, has a girlfriend now. Right. Right. It's like, you expect me to wait two years if you didn't lock it down? Oh, hell no. Hell no. In this this case, though, I do think that uh, he was kind of a D-bag for not relaying this to her when, like, he was in the same gray area she was. He's the one that moved on. He should be like, you know what? I'm moving on. And, okay, here's the deal, though. And this is where I cuss my mother out and cuss my aunt out. You oh, didn't no. tell me because they, because they were like, oh, should we tell her? No, you're supposed to tell me what before I get home. Yeah. You're supposed to okay. warn me about this shit. Yeah. Mom. Yeah. And Aunt Willow. Aunt Willa. 
like Willow. You know, I would have been like, Mom, why the hell did you not tell me this? Hey, they're keeping all kinds of secrets from this woman. Yeah, they are. Aunt Mom. Well, they they they, <laughs> they wrote it in a letter to her. It was the same letter where the recipe was written down, and then they accidentally forgot to mail it. It's like, Mom, can't you text? Yeah. Can't you text? Everything's a big secret in the house. It's a secret of family. Hey, here's and a secret then, reveal. This movie sucks. And then this guy's a real D-bag because he looks at her and he's like, can we still be friends? No, we can't still be friends. Get out of my face. And then she cries so, so, about it. Yes. Well, that I give her, you know, that I, I don't blame her for crying. Okay. You know, he wasn't, he, he was, well, he was kind of cute. Jason, do you think this guy was cute? I did think he was cute, but I was in, I was annoyed for the actor and for diversity because one of the few people of color in this movie, they made him a D-bag or as D-baggy as Hallmark will let you be. And did you notice how they made it? So he dumped her for another person of color. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, Okay. But I'm still giving I'm still giving Hallmark props because they are having people of color in the movie. So I'm like, okay, yep. Hallmark, at least you're, you're like, let's keep going in that direction. Yeah, I will say I do like the the next beat that happened because we don't really see this in Hallmark movies. After he breaks up with her, she she goes to her truck and she just sits there and cries alone. Like you don't really see that kind of thing in a Hallmark movie. You don't see right. a, a lot of genuine emotion, so it's nice that they let that beat happen. Right. Yeah, that was good. Blubbering. So then we see a guy with, like, awful, 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 awful green screen driving a Mustang. It's the the way they did the green screen for the drive. It looked like they were driving so wildly fast and erratically. It was amazing. Do you remember that TV show with um, Lee Majors and he was like a bounty The Fall Guy? The Fall fall Guy. Yeah. Yeah. And they would have that green screen on The Fall Guy. It reminded me of The Fall Guy. (laughs) Lee Majors sang the theme song to The Fall Guy. That's right. He did. If I remember correctly. Yeah. I, um, I can imagine the production assistants on this movie. They have to like rock the car back and forth or blow on their hair, or, you know, like have a fan. Well, there's probably a fan, but they, they, they don't have to rock the car because if, if it's green screen, you move the image behind them. You don't move the car. Oh, oh you do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it did That's look bad. like they were driving like working on this shit. miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. They should be rocking the car. I guess if they did a green screen and they were on a boat, they could rock the boat. But they aren't rocking any boats in this movie. So then, so then they're they're dry. It's him and his agent. Yeah, so this guy Luke and his agent. Right. We find out that Luke is like a a famous director, a TV director. Right. Who's trying to break into film, like you know. And, you know, um, then all of a sudden we, you know, we get to the roadhouse and there's an accident because she's really upset. Callie's upset and she's in her truck and she accidentally like 
crashes into the Mustang. Not that it wasn't that bad. Like it wasn't damaged. Right. It, well, it was internally damaged. The truck it wasn't was damaged. Yeah. On the well, so basically, like she's backing up, and they're kind of flying through the parking lot, uh, and they end up hitting her. Right. And so the mechanic is like, "Well, since this is such an old car, we I can fix it, but I got to order the parts from somewhere else. So you got to stay here for a few days." So it's basically the premise of Doc Hollywood now. Or Chu uh, Wong Fu. Well, that happened there, too? I saw it years ago. Yeah, Chu Wong Fu, their car broke down, and they had to stay in this town. At any rate, they shouldn't be admitting their... Um, uh, they should be maintaining their innocence, I think, in this car accident. Because they're just... He's now, like, we were flying, and... Mm-hmm. He'll say that. Now, Jason, I know you don't like drag queens, but I think if Chi-Chi and Nagzima... And the other one were in this movie. It would have been a much better movie. I want to make clear, I do not have a problem with drag queens. I have a problem with bad drag shows. There is a difference. Got it. Okay. Got it. Got it. Well, I think I think Nagzima Jackson would have helped this movie. Are we talking about Chu Wang Fu or Priscilla, Queen of the Desert? Chu Wang Fu. Nagzima was in Chu Wang Fu. Oh, okay, I never saw that one. And Chi Chi who was John Leguizamo, and I forget Patrick Swayze's name. But anyway, all I remember Patrick Swayze saying, I, it's, it's say something hat day, so I'm going to wear a hat that says something. Now that you mentioned Tu Wong Fu and you mentioned Patrick Swayze, I wonder if the person that wrote this movie was watching the Patrick Swayze movie Roadhouse and then like went down <gasps> a Patrick Swayze rabbit hole and watched Tu Wong Fu, and that's where they came up with this part of the movie. Wow. Yes. It was like an AMC or TL... T, what's that other one? T, T, TMC or CL... TMC. Turner Classic Movies. Like they were having like a marathon, a Patrick Swayze marathon. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I I bet. And and so, um, so they stay in Roadhouse, the two guys. (laughs) Something that would have made us happy because none of us seem to have liked this movie is if the next Patrick Swayze movie they watched was Ghost and they killed off one of the main characters to make this movie more interesting. Yes, that right. would be that would have been a, a smart idea. Yeah. And then Odame Brown shows up at the roadhouse and is yeah. like, "Callie, Callie, you in danger, girl." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really like that ghost movie. I do too. Yeah, it's a crowd pleaser. Yes, but you need what was it? You push a quarter through under the door. It was so cool uh, that like Whoopi could. Uh, Whoopi could hear him. Yeah, he's like, he's just, she's, she's doing a thing, like her fortune telling. He's like a load of crap. And all of a sudden, she's, she could, she could hear him. Right. And then she's like, are you, yeah. she's like, are you white? You sound yeah, white. Yeah. And her sister's, <laughs> her, her sister's, go, she's talking to white people in the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, so then Callie is upset because things have changed while she's gone. Plus, they never mentioned, like, we know she was in the military, but, like, did she go to Afghanistan or was she just, like, you know, stationed 
stationed in the U.S. or in Europe. We don't know what kind of situ what kind of situation she was coming. I don't from. even think we know AWOL. what she did in the military. Did she? Do do we know that? Well, she's apparently some kind of doctor. Right? Oh, she's like she's a physical therapist, I think. Yeah, she's a physical therapist. Yeah, she's a physical therapist. Yeah. That's her next job that she's going into. So she must have done yep. something like that in the military. So that was the thing. I was wondering, like, I'd like, like, was she in Afghanistan or something? Or, like, like, did she do, like, a hard tour of duty? Or was, you know... I mean, that would have made this movie she, interesting if she came back and were just grizzled from the horrors like, that she saw. Oh, yeah. She's got shell right, shock. And had, like, yeah. and had, like, PTSD and just, right. like, he was... And he was kind of, like, her lifeline back to, like getting well and she has like this ps ps what was it called ptsd, PTSD. PTSD. Yeah. This, this PSTD like freak out and just starts like you know strangling him <laughs> or something she shoots a couple but she shoots her aunt willow well no 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 what it would have been <laughs> is she had p she she was she was coming back from afghanistan right she was very you know she saw she saw some things yeah Mm -hmm. She was very, she had PTSD, but country music is what would calm her down and make her, you know, make her feel normal again and whole mm -hmm. again and help her to heal. She confuses Dan the agent for Osama bin Laden and knocks him out. I did. Dan think was like Too far? No, not at all. <laughs> oh, not far That's, enough? Not far enough. <laughs> okay, I, I did. I, I the the country music element of this movie seemed disjointed in that like yes yeah. you've got a, a an actual singer in the lead of this movie but the, her purpose for doing country music at all like it seemed jammed into the script it didn't seem to move the story in one way or another it didn't move her character in one way or another she just happened to also sing right right. Because usually they'll have so, they'll have something like that in these movies because it's a plot point. Like, you know, she, her dream is to sing and she's trying to get a record deal or whatever it is. And this one, that wasn't the case. She had no intention no. of becoming a singer. She wasn't trying to be. Um, it, it wasn't a driving force of any sort. It was like a hobby. Right. I mean, she was good. Yeah. Oh, she's very good. Better than, like, she was like, well, I sing in the shower. And then she gets up and she's comes off like she's a professional singer. So, so then she's trying to find this barbecue recipe because she's like, our roadhouse has a reputation of having the best barbecue. And how can we have the best barbecue if we don't have grandpa's barbecue sauce? Mm. And then, so then we see her, she's trying to remember the recipe. And then... Her mom is trying to help her. She's trying like all these concoctions, but it just doesn't taste the same. And her mom is like, well, I'm just happy you're home. And then they're going through the restaurant. They're trying to find it. And then um, she was going through the restaurant and she found a loan application. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so she's like, um, mom, Aunt Willa, what is this loan application? And they kind of have to fess up to her like, oh, you know, we're not doing so well. I wouldn't be surprised if grandpa was still alive, you know, because, you know, uh, how, how can I put this? It just seems like this this mom and the Aunt Willow just are keeping so many things to her. So keeping so many things from her. 
Oh, so right. you think that maybe like <laughs> that grandpa never I think died? I think that grandpa died and he's still around. You, so you think they that she didn't him. make it to the services? Right. Or, or, or like in that Lifetime movie where like the first was just living in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> I'm spitballing here, okay? You know, this guy too in the movie, we're not hitting, he's got a headache the whole time. He needs Do we MRI. know his name? He needs an remember? MRI. Do we know his name? Oh, the character's name? Luke. Luke. Okay. Luke so, needs an MRI because he keeps having a headache and it's never explained in this movie. Right. Oh, he well, he was complaining, no, that the music was too loud. Yeah, they they, they were basically trying to make it like that. For whatever reason, they had built a room above this bar in the time that Callie Kelly was away. And so they yeah. had this room. And these two guys, they like who I'm assuming make good money. Like he's a famous TV director and this is his agent. Like they're sharing this room in this above this roadhouse. Like, is there no hotel or motel nearby? Right. Yeah, it's a little sharing like it's a Brady Bunch or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing That's is strange. about the the music and stuff that actually kind of, that actually kind of can make sense. Just because whenever we go to the UK, my mother in law lives in this smaller town in the Cotswolds, and so wherever whenever we go, we stay like the pubs there. You can stay there as well. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when we, whenever we stayed at the pub, and the room's really nice, but sometimes it is right above the actual bar part, and so you can hear. There must be something in in some sort of, like, British zoning laws saying that you can get a, a wider kind of liquor license if you have rooms. Because in Australia, a bunch of the bars there are all called something-something hotel. They all have, like, hotel in the name, and they might only have, like, one mm-hmm. room above the bar, but they all, like, have rooms that are technically available. Hmm. I love staying in the pub, actually. I love it. And whenever we go, we always we, – we've been so much now that, like, they know us, and so they're like, oh, you're back. So, yeah. That's cool. I like to do that. Oh, so then, oh, so then um, he needs, Luke needs a ride into town. And then this is the part where Luke is a, a, is a dick. Like, he's a total dick. And this is the part where I actually liked her for, like, five minutes in this upcoming part. Because I would have done the same thing. Because Luke is whining about having a headache. And so she's like, well, hey, you know what? I'm going into town. I'll, I'll give you a ride into town. And you can get aspirin or whatever you need. And so then they're driving into town with a really bad green screen again. And she's telling, you know, telling him, my mom and my aunt run the place. My grandfather died. I recently just broke up with my, I, you know, I came home and my boyfriend broke up with me because he had moved on. And, um, and then she starts on her platitude. She gives a lot of platitudes, this woman. Oh, yeah. Like a lot of platitudes. Trouble is, she said, trouble is transportation. A bad thing can take you to a good place. Right. Trouble, she said, trouble is transportation? Yes. Yeah. A bad thing can take you to a good place. Yeah. And then Uh. he did something that I hate. Don't you hate it 
when you give someone a ride in your car and you have music on and they tell you to turn off your music and it's like, look, dick, you're driving in my car, my car, my music. Completely Mm -hmm. agree. One of my biggest pet peeves when I used to drive regularly would be if people would change, like just reach over and change my music. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's rude. No, I can't do that. It's like, excuse me. You know, or, you know, like, cause I like, I like to listen to Howard Stern a lot. And when people would like complain, like, I can't believe you're listening to Howard Stern. It's like, well, you know, this is better than walking, isn't it? It's better than, <laughs> you know, you, you, you don't have to, you don't have to ride my car. You can take the bus and not listen to Howard Stern, but I'm listening to Howard Stern. And so, yeah, he's bitching about her music. Baba and He does not like right. country music. No. And I do like that she's like, well, that's too damn bad. I'm playing it. It's my car. I can't blame him. And it's, oh, then she, but then she kind of gets it back and she's like, oh, and you have bad posture. Yeah. That's why he's got a headache, she said. Right. And she says, I, and she says, I bet you grind your teeth. <laughs> and then, Sound of and then, then we find out that she's a physical therapist. This is where we find out. She's a doctor. She said, yeah. so, okay, she's a, she's a, she said she's a doctor of physical therapy. So what's that mean? That's gotta be like a step up from not just, not just a physical therapist. Did she go to medical school? Probably in the military. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess she's probably a medic. Oh yeah, maybe. Okay. She's probably a medic. Well, she um, said her job after she uh, gets out is she's starting at the VA. To do PT. Right. Oh, I see. That works out. So, so, so then, so they're driving, so she's driving, they're chatting. He gets a call, and this dick has the nerve. So he, he's like, so she pulls over, he gets a call, and this dick has the nerve to say, um, I need some privacy. Yeah. Like, and basically telling he, her to get out of the truck. That's really yeah. rude. It was super yeah. rude. Yeah. And, and then she opens the door. And like, and she opens the door. And she's like, um, "Well, if you need some privacy, then you can go outside and talk." I've had and people do that talking. to me too. They're like, they they have like an important phone call. Could you please leave? Oops. No. What is it that no. that's not important? I get if you're like in an office and you get an important call and you ask somebody like, hey, I'm sorry, like, can you step out for a second? I get that. But like he's in her domain, takes a phone call in her domain and then is telling her to leave her domain. It is like, no, 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 you step out. She was nice enough to pull over. She didn't have to do that. Yeah. And so the person on the other end of the phone was his girlfriend, his his supposedly bitchy actress girlfriend. Mm hmm. Who, every time he talks to her, she's in hair and makeup. Yes. Must be a very, very long shoot that she's on. And Never he, gets to be on set. And he apparently knows nothing about her because he's like, I got you your gift and it's your favorite color. And she's like, oh, it's green? And he's like, no, it's blue. So, obviously, he didn't know her well. And so, so he's talking to his girlfriend and, and then Callie's like, um... I got to go. I'm going into town. I've got things to do. And he kind of like, wait, what do you call it? Like, wait a minute. Like when he's yeah. just like, you know, like he's like, hold on, hold on a second. 
And he kept on talking. And so Callie's like, well, fuck you. I'm leaving. And she left him. I did love that. I tells it. She said it's a mile away. So you had to walk a mile. Yeah. It's like, you're going to come into my car. You're going to change my (laughs) music. You're going to try to get, kick me out so that you can take a phone call. And then you're going to like, expect me to wait for you. Hell no. The rest of the movie should have been just him walking in real time. (laughs) Would have been more interesting. So, so then she leaves him. So then he walks to the mechanic and the mechanic is like, well, sorry, Sully, it's going to take more time. We're not, we're, you're going to need to wait two more days. He can weeks. He kept moving the timeline. He, the timeline was, at, uh, I can probably get the part by Saturday, maybe Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, you know, it'll probably be here within two weeks. And then, and they're having a fall festival in two weeks. Oh, boy. Well, I don't know. Ticket sales are not good for this fall festival. No. It might not be not. happening. Gee, I wonder why. The Roadhouse just looks so fun. <laughs> it might have a special barbecue sauce. So, so this next part, I think my notes are a little shoddy. So what happened? Uh, let's take a look. Well, yeah, they, 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 they talked to the mechanic. Oh, let's see. Aren't Kelly's they some comic book store dog. or some sort of like weird random like knickknack store? Yeah, like a collectible shop. Yeah. They go in like some like... Uh. And this store. is where we find out that he's a director of like some sci-fi show, uh, because there's like uh, a, a figurine from one of his shows that's on sale there. Um, Artemis, yeah, doll. yeah. Okay, that's what that is. Okay, yeah. yeah. So they're gonna get that. So that's they're gonna use that for the silent auction, and then they start walking, and he he finds out that she's not into sci-fi, or she's into like sci reality. But she's never seen Blade Runner or Terminator. So he says, so so now he's going to make a list of movies for her to see, and she's going to have him listen to a bunch of shitty country music. And that's the exchange. Yeah, There's some weird right. bartering going on in this, this movie. It happens, happens a couple of times. Right. Then they go to a ridge, and they just sit there and wonder what went wrong. And this is where I noticed the fall colors. Like They were looking out over the most beautiful, lush colorful trees on earth and i'm like that is no way in tennessee so then we find out that oh i wrote here she has a lot of platitudes well he says that tv basically explains the tv the tv world has sucked him in and he's lost he's lost track of who he is now is that a diss in the television industry that's producing films such as What's this movie called again? Roadhouse Romance? Yeah. It could be. I mean, if, were, if he was dissing, uh, what, what was it he was, uh, that he was dissing that is clearly, oh, the script. He's dissing the script. Now he's just dissing the entire industry. Yeah. I think this was shot like after lunch. They were having lunch and they're like, hey, man, this industry sucks and so we got to do shit like this. Let's, let's give it to them. They won't know. Who's going to watch it? No one's going to know. <laughs> And then her answer was, sometimes you got to risk it to get a biscuit. Ugh. Yeah. I missed that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This movie really does suck. It's really sinking into me for me now. So, so, so then 
Sorry, he Kurt. donates the, a toy to the silent auction because they're going well, to the silent auction. And so then there's there's more of them trying to concoct some some barbecue sauce. The guy, solely the mechanic, he says, "Oh, because Luke says you, you should make your own sauce." Stop looking around. And then the solely the mechanic is sitting there, and he says, "Hmm, you might be smarter than you look." Well, he's. Is, is, did he say that to to Callie Kelly or did Luke, he say that to Luke? Luke. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So then they're having like a welcome back party for Callie. So she gets up and sings. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And it was a song that her grandfather wrote. And yeah. then Luke says, Callie, you should sing professionally. By the way, her sing because she wasn't singing live on set, like they were using a, a pre-recorded song of hers. The the song that they chose for this, like she's getting up on stage un, unannounced to perform, was so heavily auto-tuned. And not like she needed right. it. She was like a runner-up on American Idol. She can actually sing. It's just like whatever effect they chose when they produced that song. And... It was so weird to have her supposedly singing live and it's auto-tuned. Right. And then when he said you should sing professionally, she said, sometimes something you love isn't something you do. Why not? I don't know. That's what grandfather said. What's holding her back? Is that what we, we learned that Luke was writing down all her lame platitudes? He was yes. writing it down to put in a shitty script. Maybe yeah. this is like the story of how this script happened. Oh, did Luke write right. the movie? Yeah. Every time he's writing a <laughs> shitty dialogue, it's like, now we have to hear it. <laughs> you know? Very meta. I actually, now, yeah. I'm, now I'm more impressed with the movie than I originally was. So, so then she's teaching him how to line dance. Yeah. Line dance? She's. Yeah, they were line dance. Mm-hmm. They're, doing the, line dance. they're doing the country, the the, the cowboy cha-cha. Yeah. A line, yeah, a line, line dance, dance is a country electric slide. Oh, okay. Right. And then he gets a call from his girlfriend, and she's like, um, where are you? Why aren't you here? And hair and makeup again. And then she's like, oh, and by the way, I have this script, and I presented it to the network, and I'm going to start it, and you're going to direct it. Island and she's, like, and she's like, and I've already signed off on it, so you're, go- you're doing it. And then he said, oh, does he not like the script, or she doesn't like the script? He, he, he doesn't. doesn't. She doesn't care. He doesn't like the script. And then later that night, his his agent is snoring and he's listening to country music. And then he goes to the kitchen at two in the morning and Callie is still making barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. And then they're talking, 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 and then she's not paying attention and her pot catches on fire. And then um, they say something about change and she says, some change is good change. And, yeah. and then, so then this next scene was weird because then he runs into Callie's ex-boyfriend. Joe. 
Jeff. Well, it was like and a it he, was like a dick measuring contest, but a really lame one because it was on Hallmark. Yeah, right. Not much of a ruler. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and and so then he convinces Joe to go ask her out again. What's he doing? He's doing some reverse psychology or he's trying to make Joe, Joe jealous. He's like, I spent all this time with her. And, oh, mm-hmm. and Joe seemed to be getting jealous. That's why it was a weird, like, you know, it was just like constantly trying to one up each other, but with really lame steps. She's right. been teaching me stuff. He said, so teaching then, me stuff. That creeps me so then Joe stuff. Okay. So then Joe goes up to talk to Callie, and we find out that he and his girlfriend are on a break. Uh, his breaks are bullshit. A break and, means it's over. Right, exactly. Because remember, when Ross and Rachel were on a break, somebody got pregnant, right? Not pregnant, no. Oh, oh Ross, you got married. Or wait, something Ross happened. just slept with somebody on that break, and Rachel found out about it, and that's what caused their full-on breakup. And he's like, we were on a break. Um, so so then he, Luke gets Callie to read the script, and so she read the script and she thought it sucked. There's one point where she says, "This is my life, not a movie you're directing." And if it were a movie he was directing, it would suck. Okay, why was he chasing the dog? Oh, time filler. So he was chasing the dog. <laughs> I wrote. I, I, I wrote that the I dog George Jones dog. Ha, has free run of the bar, which would seem to be a violation of health code. I, I was really concerned well, about the health violations in this movie. Yeah, there's some there's, there's some problems. I wouldn't. There. No wonder people aren't going. But yeah, because remember he was chasing the dog because that's how he fell in the dirt. I'll bet the dog has something to do with the secret recipe, too. That's what the dog Oh, man. Peed in it. Well, I think uh, there may be some meat in this barbecue. This this barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) And you notice that dog is freaked out. That dog does not want them to find the recipe. Because he falls in the dirt and she helps him up, and that's when they had their first moment of like you know the Hallmark moment where like they look into each other's eyes. They had their moment when she was helping him out of the dirt. No, they had a moment before that when uh, when the pot caught on fire and she threw the lid on it and kind of burned herself. So then like they had him putting ointment on her hand. It had like a weird sensual moment there. Oh, ooh, you're touching my fingers. With first aid cream. they didn't have a lot of chemistry. So I then think. she makes it. She makes a date with her ex, and they go to the Rusty Latch. Ugh, a Rusty Latch. <laughs> and then the date. So then the boy, the ex, is like, Luke has no respect for us. And for the her. date. Just said it for her. No respect. The date looked excruciating. No also, the, uh, for a place called the Rusty Latch, it looked vi- like it was. It looked nice. It looked like a decent restaurant. Like I picture Rusty Latch to be like a dive bar with like grizzly looking men. Yeah, yeah, grizzled. I would like a place called the Rusty Latch with with 
grizzly looking man. I would like that. Sounds man, like the name of the game. Sun too much with their sunken faces. <laughs> I like a good grizzled man sometimes. But <laughs> <laughs> their sunken faces, they're they, they've been they spent some time. They've been in like the mountain where they're Colorado, where they're like they're they're little well, too not a sunken, <laughs> well, not a sunken face, but like grizzled. I that looks it. like. Looks like, you know, he could light a match on his whiskers. Ah, I kind of like course. that sometimes. Eric Roberts. No, Eric. not Eric Roberts. No, he doesn't look he like that. grizzled. Yeah, grizzled. Eric, Eric Roberts is a grizzled. He's grizzled. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo is grizzled, for sure. Yeah, he's, he's, he's grizzled. grizzled. He's yeah. gr- I got them. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't... I'm not attracted to Danny Trejo, though. But, <laughs> but... But I do like a grizzled look every now and then. Yeah. Okay. Noted. <laughs> so, yeah. Now that we got that out of the way. <laughs> no, I like so, that. That's so, important. Okay. So the date just looked like it was awful. Yeah. And then. So why was um, she performing on her date? Why was she up on stage for this? I, that made no sense. They never she explained was so bored. It. But she's like, I need to do something to kill some but time. Do they, sing a like do they even people explain like why she got up on stage? I don't even remember. I, I don't know, but people don't. You you go on a you go on a date. People don't like you get up and performing sometimes. No. Have I, you done that on a date? I was with okay. So I when I did the um, the Boulder Fringe, I my girlfriend at the time came out. So we're hanging out. We're hanging out there. She didn't want me. She didn't want me to work. So she's and they were doing like performances during this thing. And she said, "If you get up there, I'm going to leave." <laughs> was this was this your not, girlfriend not, who I know? No, 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 no. Okay, no, no. no. Before that, that is, I was going to say that doesn't sound like your your ex. No, 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 no. It, it wouldn't be her. No, it was it was, it was somebody else. So wait, so, so she threatened you? Well, she wasn't going to like break up with her. She was going to leave the place and. Yeah, yeah, that's what she was gonna do. So wait, what were you gonna do? Were you gonna sing, or were you gonna do like some I, comedy or something? I don't, I, there was some option to do something. I don't think it was like karaoke, but they were doing. Yeah, I think it was a little. People were doing maybe little excerpts of things, and but it wasn't like a wow. it wasn't like, a preview, not like a preview show, but it was it was like something that was happening like towards the, towards the end of the festival or like halfway through. Yeah. So did that make you want to get on stage even more because she told you not to? Uh, I don't. Well, I don't think I did to get up, so. Well, she threatened you. Yeah, I don't think, yeah. Because she was like, if, if you get on that stage, I'm, I'm going to leave. Yeah. Was she like, did she say it like between her teeth? Like, was she like, if oh, you man. get on that stage. I'm telling you, she was so hot, though. And when, when she would get like mad like that, it was even hotter. I just thought that was good. <laughs> There's something really hot about that. You see, for me... Cause see, for me, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, hit it, boys!" and I would get on the stage. And do I number. I yeah, can, in more this mad. kind of instance, I could see it. It's it's one thing if like you're already like scheduled to perform, and she's coming to see you, and she doesn't like that you're a performer. It's another right. thing when it's like, "Hey, we're having a night together. I don't want you pulling focus away from us having our time together." I think maybe that was part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And did she come to, like to Boulder? Like where did she come? She flew it, especially to see you. Yeah. Yeah. And then we drove home from there. It was a, we had a nice time. <laughs> it was a nice road trip. And, yeah. and I don't, I don't know this person. No, I don't okay. think so. I don't think so. 
Yeah, because I was going to say, it's like, that doesn't sound like no, your no, ex that I know. No, no, no. It was before that, I said. Oh, so, so, so he, uh, Luke was making fun of, of Callie at one point because of her, her boyfriend at home. And he was making fun of the fact that he's like, yeah, you probably have like, you know, notes about him in a shoebox under your bed. Like making fun of her because they were like high school sweethearts. So he's like, "Yeah, you know, you probably have pictures and stuff in, in a shoebox under your bed." <laughs> she did. And so she goes home from her date, and she, and she did. Yeah, she did have a shoebox under her bed. She did. Huh? And this is the part where I wanted to punch the TV because she takes the shoebox from under her bed, and what's in the fucking shoebox? The recipe. The recipe. And I'm like, Grandpa's ashes. <laughs> Dips, put some of these oh in, my God. in the barbecue recipe. Oh my God. If, if she had opened that and like all of her personal belongings were gone, but Grandpa's ashes were there, I would have loved this movie. <laughs> right? <laughs> also, annoying about this is like, even though it's a super lame reveal for where this recipe was, it immediately took out the little bit of mystery this movie had going for it. Like we're we're not even right. halfway through the movie yet, are we? No, no. I was staying in someone's place at a billet. He might be listening, but if he is, I have to tell the story. A billet, and like when in the room I was staying, he, I started like I I guess moved a moved a box off a shelf. He's like, "Don't move that! Don't move that!" It was the ashes of his cat, his family cat. Aww. <laughs> was it an urn? No, it was I said well, I don't know, it was in a box, like a cardboard box. That kept oh. like, he's like, I'm sorry, that was a family cat. We kept you know, she was in our, our family for years and the ashes. What but as for this recipe situation, but right. you guys freeze or are you being very still? I'm here. Okay. Oh, no, I'm Jason here. was so still. I was I was like <laughs> stretching my back so I was like in a good I, position. Yeah. I thought it was an internet problem. Yeah. Here's a stretch. And I was waiting because I, I was waiting <laughs> you're, you're, for you to say. Oh no! And no. Then I accidentally bumped into the box and it fell on the floor. Oh no! No, but that would have been, that would have been a good ender. But no, after she finds this recipe, she goes, "Mom," and then uh, hope my mom doesn't come running in if she heard that. But then she goes, she's like, "Mom," and it's like, if "Mom must have been best been standing by the door with a cup on her ear." She just like immediately appeared. <laughs> And she single-handedly saved the fall festival. Well, not yet. No, that's what the, the, that's what the mom said because oh, they found yeah. the recipe. And the mom was like, you saved the fall festival because you found the recipe. Hmm. All right. And so then meanwhile, all of a sudden, the agent is trying to get down her mom's pants. No, down the aunt's no, pants. No, aunt, aunt Willow. Or the aunt's pants. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> aunt's pants. He's, yeah, he's, and and then the girlfriend just shows up out of nowhere, and so the girlfriend shows up, and so then Callie did something very shady. She started mm-hmm. feeding her, like to get her to bloat. Yeah, because it ruined her career. She wants to turn it into Delta Burke. That's, just, right. that's just, it, it was her. It was her Delta Burke strategy. Or Violet Beauregard on Willy Wonka. 
Jim, remember Violet Beauregard? She turned into a blueberry. Yeah, yeah. But she kept on like feeding her, and and the and the actress is like, I can't stop eating because she probably hadn't eaten in months. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, Kirsty Alley. Oh, <laughs> oh, because- get- yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. So, all right. I didn't say that. Okay. All right. All right. I didn't Why say she, that. You guys didn't react to Delta Burke. Why you? you because you I don't want the Church of Scientology to come after us. No. I live down the street from them. They so I don't want them coming after me. Kurt Fitzpatrick said it. Okay. <laughs> All right. They're not going to find me. I want to see those people showing up here. I'll put them to work. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, enough problems. So, All right. so the girl, so the actress, the actress is like such a pig. Like she's got a sandwich in one hand, she's got something Hi. else in the other hand, and she's just like eating, like ah. And, and then, um, and then she, and then she wanted some barbecue sauce too. So Callie's like, I'll put some in a bottle for you. Do you I feel like the lifetime version of this movie, this is the starting point for the lifetime movie because as Callie's feeding her, Jillian like snaps because like she, Jillian will then go on and become fat and lose her career. So now she's going to go out to get revenge on Callie. The wrong barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah, six, six months later, and she's being played by a woman from uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. <laughs> <laughs> wow! And the the A box shows up and says she looks like she's been eating barbecue sauce. She picked the wrong barbecue sauce. Man. <laughs> and then Vivica's Vivica's hair it would be like a a big 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 wig. Oh, like a big southern southern wig. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly. That that script would need no notes. I think that's. Right yeah. on, right on. <laughs> so, so then he he's like, so then um, Luke is like to the girlfriend, "I have a surprise for you," mm-hmm. and it's it's her car. And then she's driving with another bad green screen. Yeah, I thought she was hot. By the way, this other girlfriend. Oh, she was gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, the actress who played Jillian was stunning. And, and then he was like, "Well, do you want?" It? She's like, "Well, let's go back to my film shoot." And he's like, "Well, do you want to take a road trip back?" And she's like, "No." She's like, "Have it, have the car shipped." No, we're not. Unlike my ex girlfriend, at least she was cool about doing the road trip. So, so then he kind of gets rid of her. He like like go back by yourself. Yeah, and then she she leaves and she kisses him on the cheek. Wow, that's a hot yeah. and heavy romance there. And I'm like, oh well, there's a lot of sex going on there. Be like, is he your brother? Like, what, what's what's going on here? So then Luke and the manager are are <laughs> eating. Luke and the manager are eating because now the manager is like, oh, I like it here, and and, and Luke is like, well, you know. And he's talking about how the Roadhouse doesn't have any money. And Luke is like, well, you know, the Fall Festival, well, they'll make money there. And then the agent is like, there might not be a Fall Festival. Because these lying ants 
who have been lying, the mom and the aunt who have been lying about everything, were telling yet another lie. What you're saying is, well, you really can't trust older women. Is that is that the is that what we're learning from this movie? Who run roadhouses? Yes. No, I'm just. Just kidding, of it, course. I thought it was hilarious in this moment that this uh, famous TV director who uh, like clearly has a following because he's directing this sci-fi show and his uh, agent of this famous director can't think of a way to help attract people to the festival. Right. <sighs> like it's like you filmmaker, it's your job for to market stuff, but yeah. you can't you can't figure it out. Right. And then he just, yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought they're, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Well, what I thought they were going to do is they were going to get like a big singer. They're going to get a big act in there. Didn't you guys think that was going to happen? That seemed like the, the obvious thing. Yeah, like you get right. a big act in there and then the big act has to drop out at the last minute and then Kelly has to step in and save the day. Right. Well, that could have happened. Exactly. Also. But it could like be an like, opportunity. It could be a Garth, it could be a Garth Brooks cameo opportunity or something where he could just do his new song for his new album. Mm-hmm. Everybody, could nah, it, it'd man. probably be more like Kelly Pickler. Yeah, she would do it. Whatever could bring people in. They only have to sell like two hundred fifty tickets. Yeah, they, right. the capacity at this giant festival was three hundred people. Yeah, and they sold fifty. <laughs> they didn't even do tickets. that. They didn't even do that. They only What's sold that? like fifty tickets originally. Even the people in the town, I mean, aren't interested in this nonsense. No. <laughs> and so, and so, yeah. So then he offered to buy all the tickets, and the agent's like, "Nope, don't do that," because I proposed that to Aunt Willa, and she chewed me a new asshole. Damn. So, so then he, so then he goes to. This is a weird part. So then he goes to his girlfriend. And he's like, listen, I need you to do me a favor, right? That's what he did, right? No, no, I think uh, she offered no. the favor. She no. was, again, trying to get him to sign in this movie. He's like, I just, there's so many problems with the script, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, look, I really think you're the person for this. Like, like I'll do, a, like, name the favor, I'll do it if you do the movie. Mm. Right. Yeah, favor. Uh which was really weird that that reciprocation in a relationship yeah. really so yeah not not okay um we we can do things or you know you're going to you're going to tweet about this movie which is basically what she did yeah yeah cuz all of a sudden the all the tickets were sold and they were like well wait what's going on how did this happen yeah, we didn't do anything worthwhile. What this something must have happened. And then we find out that he got his girlfriend to tweet about the movie yeah. in exchange for not changing, not rewriting. No, to tweet, to, no, she didn't tweet about the movie. She tweeted about the festival. Right. Oh, right. the festival. Yeah. She she basically because uh, uh, Callie had given her a bottle of the barbecue sauce and. Right. Uh, she tweeted like, oh my God, I'm in love with this stuff and they're having this fall festival. You should go and like tweeted the link. Right. Okay. Right. But then, and so then all of a sudden it like sold out. Yeah. Well, let's see. Now we got, and it's the, yeah, they're, they're, they're getting ready, getting ready for this whole thing. Um, let's see. 
I wrote, oh, you know what I noticed about the house where Luke lived? It doesn't really seem like he lived there. <clears throat> it seemed like he, like, jumped over the fence, climbed over the fence, and was just hanging out by the pool. It, it didn't did, just seem like... Right. Yeah. It, it looked like an Airbnb in Palm Springs. Right. Yes. I, mean, I don't know what that's like, but sure. <laughs> yeah, it's just and that. then... Oh, no, this and is pretty much end, it. Yeah. Because then, then they ended up at the festival... And then he shows up, and then didn't he say, like, they broke up or whatever? He and his girlfriend, yeah, I guess they, they broke up. And he dropped which out I, of the movie. Which, by the way, wasn't, wasn't that part of the deal? Like, the girlfriend tweeted so that he would, like, work on this, this movie, right? Now he's not working on the movie. Yeah. Right. So he didn't fall. He, 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 he conned her. Yeah. Yeah. He, because he got what he wanted, they sold out tickets, and then she didn't. He didn't follow up in his end of the bargain. Yeah. So in the no. lifetime version of the movie, he's definitely going to die. Oh yeah. She's going to murder yeah. him for for uh, backing out of his end of the deal. Oh yeah. And then this would have been the part where she gave her monologue. I trusted you. And I thought that you were going to give your talent to my movie. But no, you had to you had to try to protect Callie. Well, I've got to. Then she'd have like the knife. And well, no, she would probably more. break up all the barbecue sauce and stab him. And because the barbecue sauce is red, you think like, oh, my God, she like lots of blood. He's dead. But then like in the final fight of the movie, he gets back up because he's not really dead because it was only the barbecue sauce stain. He's just and then, she'd, and then she's getting ready to stab him again. And then a baseball then then a barbecue sauce bottle hits her on the yeah. head. And then Kate Fox says, you mess with the wrong barbecue sauce. That could kill somebody. And then, and then, in a, a, a new Vivica move, she then licks her finger. Mm. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, hmm, this is good. Mm, maybe it is the right barbecue sauce. <laughs> I like it. Oh, I will, and that was it. I want to see that girlfriend in more movies. Lifetime, Hallmark, whatever we got. I've seen her before. I think we've seen her in Hallmark before. Have we? Yeah, no. and and again, it's like a, a secondary character, but I'm pretty sure we've seen right. her. Okay. Well, she needs to be in a lead. They're not going to put her in a lead. She's too hot. Like she's not. She's not girl next door. She's like legitimately hot. Yeah. Well, then she needs to make the move over to Lifetime. Lifetime is where they will support this. Utilize her skills of being hot. What? Well. well this movie sucked. <laughs> it was a roadhouse romance. It was oh, a roadhouse we, we, we also, we kind of skipped, because we kind of skimmed over the end, and it just says we wanted to be done with this movie. But there's a, a moment where she's talking to her mom, and her mom says, like, you've been in that uniform for too long. It was the only other reference to her being in the military. And I, I hate when movies do that where they they basically, you know, have a character be in the military as a way of showing, like, how, quote, unquote, American they are. And then they don't ever reference it because they don't know how to write about it. Right. Right. Well, well like, and like I said. said yeah. If, if 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 the storyline would have been like she was coming back from Afghanistan or something like that, they could have written about it. But since they never even gave flashbacks, details, and yeah, yeah, Vietnam flashbacks. 
Well, no. they should have. She was coming back from Vietnam. Like, she was a, a prisoner of war and, like, just got released <laughs> after all these years. 25. <laughs> well, she aged well. They fed her some kind of, like, special seeds and stuff and kept her looking young. They gave her facials. <laughs> wow. She's like 25. I do like that every time we, uh, every tangent that we made during this uh, this podcast about this movie was of ways they could have written the script differently. <laughs> wow! I just got back from Vietnam. Wow! You know, you've been in that uniform for fifty years, right? What? But you look like you're twenty five. No, it's like fifty years ago. Right. Is Kennedy still present? No, no, no. LBJ is. Sit down, sit down. I'm going to tell you what. No, no. Actually, they wouldn't tell her. They wouldn't tell her. Right. Aunt Willow, right. you didn't tell me Kennedy was assassinated. Uh, I'll tell you. Well, if you want to find me. <laughs> You're right it won't here. be in front of a screen watching this movie again. No, but you can't find me on Facebook at Les Crocodile Barrett, or you can find me on my website, LesCrocodileBarrett.com. Kurt. Oh, you can find me on Facebook, too. I have a lot of public stuff up there. I think I'm on Instagram, too. I think it's Kurt Fitzpatrick 1, and then I have KurtFitzpatrick.com. That's Kurt with a K, you mofos. I'm so aggressive. <laughs> Uh, first of all, if, if, if you're enjoying this podcast, please give us five stars on whatever platform you listen to us on because uh, it helps people, uh, more people find the show. You can find all of us on Instagram at Lifetime of Hallmark Podcast. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Big Shot Jason. And if you like podcasts, I have a couple of other ones. If you're a fan of reality shows, I have a podcast called The Reality Reading Rainbow, where I talk about books written by reality stars. I am currently, my co-host Victoria and I are uh, talking about uh, Dorinda's book, Dorinda Medley from the Real Housewives of New York. And if you like soap operas, you can listen to my podcast, Les Loves Soaps, where I talk about your favorite soaps in the USA and the UK. And guess what? They're better than this movie. There are a lot of things better than Ugh. this movie. Yeah. I'm mad. I'm mad. If, what's worse, this movie or the Dear Evan Hansen movie? That's not supposed to be very good. Well, I am dying okay. to see that. They're saying it's not very good, and they say the lead was the. He looks old. He's a Broadway lead. Yeah, they say he looks too. He looks, looks too old. It's kind of mean. Some of the re reviews. I reading. actually don't think people would be saying that if they didn't actually know, like if he hadn't been in the spotlight for a few years and they didn't actually know his age. I think if this movie just came out today, we'd never heard of Ben Platt. I think I don't think people would be saying those things. Are you gonna see it? I'm dying to see it because I I didn't get to see it on Broadway and and no, I didn't see it either. I've yeah. seen performances that he's done of some of the songs like he was on Colbert when the show was still when he was still in the show on Broadway mm -hmm. and he did a song I'd never heard anything about the musical I didn't know anything about it and he did this song and it was so moving that like Stephen Colbert was brought to tears. Wow. Okay, are you guys watching? Uh, are you watching American Horror Story right now? No. no, I never got into you need that to show. watch it. It's good. Oh, Macaulay Culkin's in it, right? Yes, he is. 
Oh, I like him. And he's good. He's good in it. Yeah. Because, I, I, you know, like, American Horror Story is kind of hit or miss for me. But this, like, because I don't know if you guys have ever watched it before. I, I have it on and off, yeah. I'm not a huge fan. But sometimes it's, some seasons are good, some seasons are not. This yeah. is a good season. I saw the Asylum season, and I saw part of the circus one the next year, and I, I hated the circus one so much that I'd never watched again. Yeah. Yeah. Because my favorite ones, I like the one about New Orleans where it's like the the school for the school for witches. Mm-hmm. So I like that one. And then Apocalypse, which was a couple of ones ago, was kind of like a continuation of that. Okay. But then, and an Asylum I didn't like, but this one I like. And it's split up into two parts. So part one is ten episodes, and then part two is going to be ten episodes. Oh, okay. Okay. And it's American Horror Story double feature. What is the premise so far? Can you say broadly what it is? So the premise so far is about, it's set in Provincetown during the winter, and it's about a writer who is having trouble coming up. He's like a kind of a washed up writer. And so he and his family go to Provincetown on the off season so he could like get ideas to write. But Provincetown is inundated with vampires. Okay. Oh, cool. Vampires. Got it. Yes. It's just really good. Well, until next time, and I promise I'll pick a better... Oh, it's a Lifetime movie next week. I'll make it extra juicy, extra gory, extra sexy uh, to wash this one out of our brains. Okay. okay. So... Until next time, bye. Bye. Bye.